You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Uh, I just love that guitar sound as it uh, whips off at the end of that. <laughs> I don't know. I've, I've just been going crazy with guitar stuff at home, watching uh, in my spare time YouTube channel guitar stuff going on. And, uh, you know what? It's just what you do in your spare time. YouTube guitar. <laughs> This is very clear. Wow. Uh, Charles is right. Everybody's struggling. We, we've, I think it's just because of the length of time it's been since we've actually done a podcast. No, this is definitely. The clarity is clear. there? Yeah. Well, I, I, have a, I did buy a new cable. And I, I, I sound hollow in my head. <laughs> well. <laughs> we weren't going to really go there today, but you know, if you, if you want to go there, we can. Um, and drowning out the other voices in my head. Well, and remember to speak into this here. That's <laughs> I don't have to. This is oh, so well, well, it sounds clear to you, but I'm looking at the levels here, and it's poopy. <laughs> poopy. Yeah, poopy. That's a technical term here at the <laughs> podcast. Which podcast is it? It's the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association Soccer Talk of the Park. Love it. I love it, too. Hey, folks, get ready for it. Soon enough, it's going to be... Soccer Talk on the Park TV. Wow, you're dropping Ooh. that right now. Well, not know, even a sound effect, not well, even a big announcement. Okay, well, it's, a, it's a sound effect. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's what it's all about. Soccer Talk TV and the cheers going on. That's going to have to be a whole segment to chat about that one. I think people will see that segment. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. How are you liking that? We need the Facebook Live first. You know, you got all these promises. Well, the Facebook Live will be in conjunction with... Soccer talk in the park TV. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a while. I think the last one we did here was the part two of our Strive Camp. That is a while. It's been busy times. About seven weeks ago. Yeah, season's been going, and now we're well into August. So Well into August, and uh, what's coming up at the end of August? You guessed it. (laughs) We've got assessments coming our way. Favorite time of the year, It right? is the favorite time of the year. So for all of those folks that are getting involved and wondering what's going to go on in the indoor season, you know what? We've got uh, our assessments coming up, and, and, it's, and it's not only just the assessments, it's the importance of the assessments. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's always an important time for our coaches and our staff and for the kids. I know it becomes a very anxious time. Wow, my my voice just went off. Oh, that's better. Yeah, what have you done? I've just, I'm just correcting the uh, the volume it's like levels. You just muted me. Are you that's okay? Good. Can you hear you? Is it, you want it louder? I can well, I don't know. I missed the old version now. Oh, okay, there. How you? Wow, that's fantastic. Is that there better? Go. Is that better? That's halfway up. That's loud. Is it loud? Okay, well, hang on a sec, Grandpa. I'll turn it down. <laughs> can you edit this? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, this is what banter's all about. We're buddy. live. We are live. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You were saying. Um, so I think for parents, it's a very anxious time. It's, it's almost a little bit like free agency for them in, in a sad way that they're constantly looking at what other options are out there and who's coaching this team. And really, you, you get the end of it because there's a lot of chit-chatter and there's a lot of rumors and a gossip of what's going to go on, which is not always the best for their, their son or daughter. Um, I think the important things for parents to remember is, is understand who's delivering programs, what their programs are about, and um, really the club's philosophy in that player development. And that's what they should go with. I think often parents are, are constantly juggling around due to... Um, due to, wow, there you go. There's your, there's your poopy. <laughs> More poopy. Uh, due to um, the fact that other kids are maybe going to another club and this is the new hot team to be on for the next six months to 12 months, right? And, and it creates a lot of player movement. Um, 
I think the PDP coming in, which we can maybe get into a little bit more, is really going to set a whole new standards in regards to limiting that and what the standards-based league is going to bring. Um, I think is going to be very, very good for player and coach development. Um, getting into our assessments, so we start on the 26th, so next week, next Monday, Monday or like next Monday, three or four <laughs> by days. By the time from this now. podcast is up, at least a week of that will have gone by. Yeah, easily. I mean, we've got. We have, Two weeks worth of right. assessments here. So Yeah, so there you go. Um, so we've got our 9 to 12s happening before Labor Day um, long weekend, and then we've got our 13s to 17s after. Um, something ESA is implementing this year is um, a yearly intake or an annual assessment. So that's going to allow the kids to have a little bit of a break from the Tier 1 Provincials, at least a week or two, um, and get into the assessments, I think, September 2nd or 3rd, whatever that Tuesday is after the Monday. Yeah. The 3rd, yeah. So, um, And then we're, then we're right into that. So we, we've made our PDP assessments in conjunction with that um, just to align. That's going to be our 2006 age groups going into the winter season. Um yeah, I don't know if you want me to jump into the PDP talk right now. Well, or we want to chat assessments. We can, My we head's kind of all over the place. Let's 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 continue on with the assessments and just more more than anything else. I, I think you alluded to it with with parents being a little bit more aware of what the assessment should be about and the expectations of them with regards to the club and the growth and development of their daughter or son because mm-hmm. uh, I think you're right initially you would, you would said there's parents I, I don't know because a lot of it is hearsay a lot of it is for sure what's the banter out there in regards to this team or mm-hmm. that coach and uh, without fully knowing everything that goes on with yeah. with the programming a lot of a lot of parents will make decisions based on what someone else has said and what they've yeah. heard not necessarily what is actually going on. And to, and to counter that, I mean, if there's any big program changes or any big information that needs to go out, we will ensure that our members get that. Um, we Even this week, we've had a technical lead meeting uh, to meet with our technical staff about our assessment process, our age groups, our teams, our options, because the biggest thing that I think people don't recognize is we have to adjust on the fly because we're at the mercy of what ESA and what EMSA is doing. As well as the ASA. As well as ASA, but more importantly, what our registration numbers are like. And then if a group is collapsed and now we have uh, an influx of players coming into our group. So how can we adjust quickly? There's so many parameters that we have to think about during that week in order to get these kids on the field, on teams, and put them in proper environments. So... We've had a pre-assessment meeting with our technical leads, and then we've kind of parlayed that into a pre-assessment meeting with our coaches. So mm-hmm. everybody's up to date on what we're doing in regards to registration numbers, what our plan is going into assessments. Again, that can change based on those numbers. Of course. But we're prepared and we have a plan set out. If there's any drastic changes from, let's say we had three groups and it's going to go down to one, we're going to make sure our members know that and get that information out. So... Um, yeah, it's it's a hectic time in here for both the admin, administration and and us on the field. It's it is it's a it's a hectic time. Well, man. no, it, it is, and it's my second go round. It's uh, Charles' second go round as the as the leader of the Phoenix program, and and we know how hairy it can be, mm-hmm. and uh, we see the anguish and stress on everybody within the office here, and you know it's nice to let the folks out there be aware of it because it's not just you know one player we're dealing with. We're talking 3000 players Mm -hmm. we're dealing with. And And it's, it comes right down to not just the Phoenix program. uh, It comes down to the community program as well, because a lot of those community players want to try 
and, and move on to the to the next level of soccer, mm-hmm. so to speak. And uh, you know, that, that's well, all part and parcel. Yeah. No, like it's good you touch on our community because that coincides with our Phoenix assessments as well, and making sure that you know our office and and D as well has time to place and, and make teams with our community programs, and that's on a tight timeline. So the timelines are so crucial. I I don't think people are aware of how much preparation and planning that actually goes into this process behind the scenes. It's not like we just show up with a pen and paper and think, okay, well, where's this kid going to go now? There's a lot of time spent into this. Um, and in regards to the actual assessment process, um, if Charles wants to chime in about what, what we're looking at from a player in the four pillars and whatnot, he can. But the one thing I do want to say is yes, it's important to have your son or daughter out there, but with our program and how it's structured now with having our technical leads, we have constant ongoing assessments throughout the season. We're in touch with our tech leads. They're a huge driving force of knowing where these kids are. So we have a very good database of where these kids are at um, and really where's the best environment for them to be playing for the next season. So, yeah. yeah. You touched on it right there. Like these assessments are done in a way that we put the player in the best environment that they're going to develop going forward. Mm. So we do take this very seriously, and we do rely on the coaches who have maybe coached these kids maybe in a season or two prior to, but also we're bringing in our technical people as well to assess them. And as Daniel touched on as well, like the four pillars that we, we're basing uh, the assessments on. And, I mean, if there's kids in there who we see that are, you know, head and shoulders above their age group that they're currently in, then, yes, we're going to move those, those kids on. Mm. And, you know, increase that development, push them on, advance them. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, and that's all part and parcel with the assessment process. So I, I think you could you could definitely, parents can take a look at it and, and have it be a little bit more, I don't want to use the term individual, but it, it basically it's about your son and daughter and what level they're at mm-hmm. and how they're improving or where they need to uh, gain a little bit more help and development and move them through the programs uh, as far as, uh, you know, tier two, tier three, tier one. Uh, and now we can actually approach the PDP part of, of what this club is going to be involved with now that we have the the club licensing, mm-hmm. um, which is something we can definitely touch on now if you want to start yeah, I mean, we can that. we can briefly get into it. I mean, I'm sure there'll be more uh, more details and more podcasts of the PDP um, down the line. But uh, something that's getting introduced coming into the spring, really officially as the launch, will be the player development program. Um, we're we're very excited to be a part of with having our uh, national club youth license. So. Um, yeah, it's very, very exciting times. I think it's fantastic opportunities to have a standards-based league. Um, the structure that is going to be set out right now is ourselves, Scottish, and St. Albert, the three license holders up in the north. Um, we'll be branching off with our first age group, which is 2006, so U14, boys and girls, and playing in an, an exhibition series, essentially. We're going to be removed from ESA as we're preparing for the PDP, which will be also removed from ESA come the, the spring. Um, it will be an opportunity to hopefully get 12 to 14, 11 v 11 games, perhaps nine v nine, but hopefully, um, 11 v 11 due to the facilities throughout the indoor season. In addition to a couple interlock weekends with Calgary. So they have four license holders down there. Um, we've had a couple meetings with them in the same group and everybody's on the same page. It's, it's, it's great to collaborate with everybody down in Calgary as well. And um, speaking with Kevin Passant from Scottish, they host their Caledonia Cup, I think both indoor and outdoor. Mm-hmm. And he's playing a PDP component to that tournament as well. So it's another opportunity for the kids to be exposed to good competition. So it's really just really an off season, a, a, a prep phase of the PDP and having these kids um, 
training and developing and playing the proper game going into it in uh, March or April, whenever this league's officially going to kick off. So it's definitely exciting times. Um, it is because those, those, I mean, the programs we're talking about actually mirror professional academy programs mm-hmm. where you have pro teams that run these academy leagues or are part of these academy leagues. This is the exact same thing mm-hmm. where you're going to train uh, at the highest level, and then you'll have these performance games where you're playing against uh, other like-minded groups mm-hmm. and uh, like-for-like type players. Yeah, I think once this league gets gets off the ground and going, I mean, there's going to be a sports science piece to it. There'll be a strength and conditioning piece to it, um, sports psych piece. There, there's just going to be so much to it that I think once this league really starts to get going, um, players, coaches, and parents alike will think, wow, this is really the standards of where this game's going in this province and in this country. I think it's very, very exciting. It's like anything. It's new. There's going to be challenges. There's going to be hurdles. Um, And us and everybody else in the soccer community is just going to have to ride that out. But it's definitely a positive. It's going to look good for 2026. I mean, these are the kids coming through. They'll be 22, 23 years old at that time. Yeah, it'll be perfect time for World Cup coming to to Canada. I'm only going to be 30. No, I'm going to be 30 by then. I'm going to be (laughs) at some point. So, uh. (laughs) no, Charles makes a good point, right? That's the that's the goal. That's the pinnacle, right? So it's it's gearing up towards that, and then and beyond, right? So it's great. It's something that I know uh, is is. Have you seen highlights of it or bits and pieces of it in a couple of other provinces? where they've run HPL teams, high-performance leagues, um, and now with the PDP, the player development uh, program, yeah. program I, I, now that's going to be across the country. So these HPL leagues, which we've been running, are now going to become PDP leagues. So mm-hmm. not only are we going to be interlocking with, uh, with Calgary, at least this preliminary sort of stage of things, once things get going, there'll be an actual national component where you're playing other provinces as well. Yeah, there'll be a Western component um still things are in development in regards to what that's going to look like. And then, yeah. uh, like you said, a national component down the line. So that's the goal and the hope anyways, but we just want to get it up and running off the ground, at least in Alberta. Yeah. I mean, and the, the other component that's, you know, it's, if you have thoughts at the younger age group of ever playing with a national team, this mm-hmm. is the route to go for sure. This Absolutely. is the route to go. This is where you're going to get noticed by the national coaching staff and those uh, university college uh, coaches it will be the new high performance player pathway like it, in this province so yeah which is which is i don't know it's fantastic a, it is it is fantastic <laughs> i was i was searching for a non f bomb word well, so you got to go with it sometimes got to go with that hey listen we're going to take our first break here on a soccer talk in the park when we come back we'll recap our uh, provincial tier 3 and tier 2 Elements that went on uh, just a few weekends ago and how well the the club did because we did fairly well, if you don't mind me saying so. All right, so uh, you are listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. We'll be right back. This episode of Soccer Talk in the Park is sponsored by Outback RV. Discover the Outback at Outback Country RV, Sherwood Park's first RV dealer. And we're back. You're listening to Sherwood Park District Soccer Association's Soccer Talk of the Park. I like the fact that I've been reversing that for some bizarre reason. I didn't realize that, yeah. It flows a little bit. Usually I go, Soccer Talk in the Park. Yeah, and then you're looking for the and then, I, and, then I, yeah. and then I try and find breath to say the other part, <laughs> uh, which doesn't seem to always work. Hey, listen, we were talking about uh, doing a bit of a recap here on the Tier 2 and 3 Provincials. 
Um, the younger age groups were down in not all the younger age groups. The 15s. Yeah, the 15s, 15s. The 15s were in Lethbridge. Yep. August and, 9th to 11th. Uh, we had uh, Pearson's group, the U15 T2 girls, who ended up winning silver, which is awesome. Yeah, very good. They had a very good season and won the league. I believe they may have went undefeated as well. They and did, then yeah. went down to Lethbridge and, yeah, did well. Got silver. So And did the, did the business down there, which was awesome. And then Sherwood Park. We hosted the 17s. Yeah, 17 tier twos and threes. Uh, two, twos and threes. And we had Nix's group, the U17 tier three girls, uh, win a bronze. Tough division, that one. Yeah. You know, uh, we had a well, couple in there, of teams in their semifinal game. It went to eight shooters on PKs. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Had they won that, they would have been going for gold. Yeah, you know, that's that's such a toss of the coin. I don't know mm-hmm. if I like the shootout. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, it's a, I think every, it's, it's like, a necessity, and you have to do it from, from time restrictions. Same thing in the world game, right? As fans in the World Cup, you can't stand the penalty shootout. But as a neutral, it's kind of always fun to watch people squirm and what's going to happen here, right? Yeah. But when, you're, when you've got skin in the game a little bit, it's, oh, it's the worst. Hang on, I gotta write that down. <laughs> Skin in the game. Have you never heard that? No, really? Seriously? That's oh, okay. A, thank you. It's not, two versus one. Hang on, I, I'm writing it down. There's skin in the game. That's pretty big handwriting, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. <laughs> I don't have skin in this game. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Wow. You, know, it's, yeah. you, you learn something new every day. You do I, I thought it's a pretty they common cat with a toy now. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, skin, skin. <laughs> Maybe it was just the fact you said skin, and I'm you know a little crazed. About, never mind. Um, so yeah, fantastic for Pearson's group, and and now we're talking about the the groups Nicks, that were here. Threes, so yeah. we had Nicks and Tier Threes who won bronze. We had Andy Schillen's group, the U17 T2 girls. They won gold. Yep. Ding 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 ding. Did you see any of their matches? Yeah, I came and saw the final, and I saw their first game as well on the Friday night, so they they did very well. I was over, I'm trying to remember if they were at Millennium at all, because I was, the first night I was at Millennium, so I wasn't able to... Yeah, they're at Sapa for the final, and then for the Friday night. Um, Saturday, I'm not sure if they were at Sapa or not. Yeah, they were. Okay, so yeah. I think all their games were at Sapa. So it, it was kind of hectic, because we were between Millennium yeah. and Sap, and we had staff there, technical and both administrative yeah. staff back and forth, so it was... Uh, it was a great weekend, though. The rain stayed away for the most part. and That was the best part. And then, of course, Tenet, the uh, U-17 T- Tier 2 boys, uh, also won silver. Silver, yeah. And I was at that match. That was a good match mm-hmm. there, too. Yeah, so. no, it was against Victoria. So pretty tight game. And, I mean, Charles can chat about it a little bit. He was kind of on the bench there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, boys did really well, though. How they, Foothills, that was 1-1. That was kind of a tough Foothills game to get 1-1, there. Foothills 1-1, yeah. And it took a late goal to do that. Uh, but the boys, uh, we tactically changed the uh, formation. And it helped. We put a lot more pressure on them, and it took us to about the 86 minute to get that tying goal. Wow. Their, their goal was just a comedy of errors, really, hmm. that occurred. And I think it's something that can be prevented. Yeah. But that's the way the game goes. Yeah. And the boys battled through, and in their semifinal match, they had to get a large score uh, to make sure they went through on goal difference because things were so tight. Wow. And they ended up winning 13 1. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But even more remarkable is the season that they had because the start of the season they were struggling. Yeah, really struggled. Yeah. And a month out they were nowhere near the playoffs. And then they rattled off like 10, 12 games in a row. They won. Wow. And when they came back from Minnesota, they had to win all five games that they win out in order to get to that position. Now, I, 
I didn't even know they went to Minnesota. So they went to the Minnesota Cup, I'm assuming. Yes. Down in Blaine. How did they do? Lost in the final. So, so they got to the final there as well. Lost to Spruce Grove. What? No way. Lost to Spruce Grove, which is the team that came back and met the very first game back. No way. Beat them 2-1. Oh, my gosh. Wow. But you do get great competition down there. Teams from different countries and whatnot. So, yeah, I've had a couple of teams that I've, I've gone down to the uh, Minnesota Cup with. And, yeah, the competition's been unbelievable uh, anytime we've gone down there. And it's, it's interesting. It's, it's, you hear of teams going down, but to have two teams from Alberta meet in a final. Yeah, that's, that's pretty wild. And then play the first game back. That's pretty funny. Mm. Jeez. Um, yeah, I think, I think that tournament is 12 months in preparation, really. I know. It's, I know that the hectic. the administrator who operates or runs the tournament sets it up. It's a full time job. Oh, actually, yeah, I correct. It's it. a full time semi final to them. Oh, okay. Prusko did end up winning it though. Oh, did they? Yeah, they won the whole thing. Yeah, they won it. Wow. There's different divisions you can enter in, right? Yes. Yeah. Like a gold division, silver, yes. whatever it's set up. For. I mean, and, and depending on the division you end up with, like we were, we didn't know what to expect when we first went in it mm. as a, a provincial team. Yeah. So we ended up in a group in our one of our first games because I believe I want to say they're only thirty minute halves, maybe thirty fives. Thirty fives, I think. Were the thirty fives? Okay. So with with the group that we went down with, it was an under fourteen group. Anyway, it, it was thirty thirty fives, whatever it may be. We were scoring a goal in the first half every three minutes. Jeez. Oh. Yeah. So literally, it was ten nil at halftime, and wow. we had parents from the other team screaming at us like what are you doing why are you in this division all this kind of and it's like it's it's you know sorry okay you know for the rest of the game it was like headers only and (laughs) you know uh, the ball's got to be touched 40 times before you can actually pick it up with your hands and give them a set piece (laughs) (laughs) wasn't quite like that but i mean what do you do and it was the only game that was like that Hmm. and um so the other games were white, very competitive. Yeah, the other games were very competitive, like you know, five, four games, or you know. So three, maybe two. that team was in over their head, and that's my thought maybe as they well. Got in the but, wrong to, but to give us grief for it, it's, yeah. it's like okay, you know. I went down, I think, with a sixteen provincial team to that tournament. So uh-huh. yeah, I've participated in as well. Now, were you in the higher division? I, I'm assuming. I would assume so. As competitive as yeah, I think crazy? as competitive as you can. But that was also a little while ago. I don't really remember. I just remember the tournament. I remember the tournament we were in the Mall of America and the yeah the big trip to the Mall <laughs> right? of America. Yeah. I remember that. I also remember <laughs> the, the it was the Minnesota Thunder. Was that the it was an NASL team? Yeah, or A League team? Yeah. I think back in the day, yeah. and they had that stadium at the same complex. Yes, and all the teams would go into the stadium for a game. You'd get to see a pro game. Yeah. So when I played Aviators, we did exactly that. So we played during that time. And I remember that stadium because they had all the kids come and watch that game. Yeah. I was like four or five years later. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, I've done it a couple of times. I've, I've gone there to watch with younger teams. Mm-hmm. And then I've been there with the Whitecaps to play in that game. Nice. With all the kids coming in to watch, which was kind of cool. Um, yeah, great tournament. And again, a variety of it, although it's really tough because of the amount of fields that are there, mm-hmm. like it's insane. There's like 40 fields mm-hmm. at this complex. Wow. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Absolutely huge. I thought it was 50 plus, but I didn't want to correct you, but here I am. No, correct. Correct <laughs> me. I'm just, I'm just spitballing. I'm guessing. Guessing. I'm, hang on a sec. Where's hey. that skin thing? I don't have skin in this. <laughs> or something. Skin in the game. <laughs> Yeah, you keep, so you keep running the show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look for this. Okay, no, no, I, I just, it, it's not that I doubt anything. I was just, I no, hadn't I heard about not. it before. I'm, I'm curious now. There's zero, zero doubt going on. <laughs> <laughs> 
but uh, yeah, wrapping up the 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 whole scenario of of running provincials, it ran extremely smoothly. Got to love the admin staff here at the club for setting up and uh, helping the things run as smoothly as they did. In particular, one of the smoothest elements I thought was the guy doing the barbecue. There it is. There it is. Chef Lee. Chef Lee Ballum was the man at the hot dog hamburger house. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Sandals and hoodies, baby. Sandals and hoodies. And it, it was a it was a, the Oilers hoodie and uh, was able to convince his son also with an Oilers hoodie uh, <laughs> to come in and and you know prep the area for <laughs> I don't know more hot dogs when Lee didn't want to delightful cuisine. The girl. <laughs> it was it was delectable. I had a few of those dogs, you know. Some gray poupon. <laughs> with a little gray poupon. <laughs> yeah, they I can't were, find it. They were good. Can't <laughs> find, oh, anyway. Just shout out to Lee for for being the the gentleman at the helm of the barbecue the entire weekend. And while we're on that, a shout out to all our volunteers that chipped in. Um, mm-hmm. Took a big uh, group of volunteers for concessions and apparel and field marshals. So, let alone our uh, whole staff here too. So, kudos. Yeah, it, it was it was just a well run event and and happy for those that uh, were involved and were able to partake in said provincials. Yeah, and, and speaking of which, we've got our tier ones coming up this weekend. So tier ones coming up this weekend, and uh, the fifteens and seventeens are Calgary. in Calgary, Calgary, and the U thirteens are Saint in Saint Albert. Yeah, so you'll be attending the Saint Albert stuff. Yeah, correct. I'm going to jump on the bench with the O sixes. So jumping on the bench, yeah. skin in the game, skin bud. In the game. Yeah. Skin <laughs> in the game. Yeah. I've got skin in that game. <laughs> you know, you're going to use that in a team talk, I, and the I kids are going to look at you, be like, like, "What?" Kids are going to be like, "What?" Heck is that old guy talking about? <laughs> so no, um, Sarah Munoz does a fantastic job with our 06 girls, and they've just done a bit of a preparation. <laughs> you heard that knock as well, hey? I'm, I'm like, there's What's going like on in this mystery room? stuff going on. I, I, yeah. th- I think Herman's under the desk. <laughs> <laughs> He's under the table. Um, but yeah, you're there with... Yeah, Sarah's done a great job with the 06 girls. They've done a bit of provincial prep camp week, if you will. So they've had sessions, and then the girls come in with their lunches and do video session at Millennium. So... It's really just a fun team bonding um, event. So I went yesterday and did a little bit of video with Sarah that she had sorted out. Um, and then the girls ended with a little bit of a gift exchange from the beginning of the year. So it was aww. awesome. So they're just, aww. A little gift exchange. <laughs> yeah, but before there, it's, you know, it's nothing but tactics, uh, baby. Nothing but tactics, yeah. There's no watching SpongeBob SquarePants <laughs> or anything. It's No, it's good. It's, it's a nice chance for the girls to kind of just have... Uh, a good three or four day camp and then just allow to come together as a group before Friday's match. So it's, it's very blissful. (laughs) 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 No, I'm kidding. All, all, all joking aside, that's it's great to have a team Mm -hmm. that's, that can be that close and, and well prepared and be well prepared yeah, like exactly. super well prepared so it's great um and kudos Derek and sarah putting this on i mean they're both school teachers but parents and uh give up their time in the middle of the day and, and doing these events is great so i'm excited for that um Digo vinder down there with our 17s excited for him and his big afro he's got rocking this weekend so <laughs> see, he's rocking the oh, afro yeah. you'll see him you'll see him from a distance man yeah. Different man. i'm, I'm Different hoping, man. hoping yeah. to go down there this uh, this weekend and take in the uh, the games in calgary it should be should be good times had by all you know what we're going to take another break and when we come back we're going to try and touch base with said man with the afro nice and and maybe one of his players as well and and talk a little bit about their uh, preparations Let's do and it what they're getting ready for as far as the uh 
Provincials Tier 1 goes down into Calgary. First game tonight. First game tonight, exactly. And we'll talk about that game when we come back. You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. We'll be right back. This episode of Soccer Talk in the Park is sponsored by Outback RV. Discover the Outback at Outback Country RV, Sherwood Park's first RV dealer. And we're back. You're listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association. Love it. Love it, love it. Do you love it, Dano? I do. You nailed it, buddy. I nailed it. You nailed it. Oh, man. I'm shut it down right now. I'm good. Let's shut it down. <laughs> I have some skin in this game, apparently. <laughs> That'll be another story. On the line, we have D Govender. D, how are you? Hello, hello. Doing well. Doing well. Um, you know, first time caller, long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> coming, to us, coming to us live from Calgary, where courtyard Marriott. You, you're at the Courtyard Marriott <laughs> South. Hey, I'm giving you a little shout out. I need a room for the night. Uh, I'll be coming <laughs> in tomorrow. I'm recording this on my phone right now. I'm going to take it down to the front office and then maybe you can get your room. You know what? I would uh, love you a long time. That would be fantastic for that. that. That'd be special. Um, so yeah, you're 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 in Calgary for the Tier One Provincials, which is happening for the U17s. U15s are down there as well. So one of our other yep. staff, Eric Munoz, will be down there. Um, and and it's been you've had a great season, a, a good season this year, and now you're moving into provincial time. How are you feeling about the team, and how are you feeling about how things have been going? Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, this group has been such a special group to work with. Um, if you haven't known the history, <clears throat> I've been with this group for now going on six years. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and it's a little bit of bitter, a bittersweet one for me because uh, U17 Tier 1 means that you're, you're, you're done after, after this uh, season. And uh, we've had uh, kind of a long road and I've happened to, to see uh, players and work with players, see them develop over the course of the, over the years players in players out and um we're at we know at the last uh, four days of a, of a tournament where we go and play four games and and uh, hopefully that uh, we've done enough in in the preparation to get us uh, get us ready to play but it's uh it's exciting it's exciting to be down here for sure man six years hey i was just that that's flown by i don't know that's yeah. wild because really i i was on it, board and just got you on board then i'm like man six yeah. years I, I couldn't believe it. Somebody had, um, I think one of the players last night in our, in our team meeting uh, had mentioned it. And, and I was like, am I getting this old already? Like what is going on? <laughs> hey, well, you don't look like it. It's funny. You, <laughs> you mentioned the six years. That's how long I've been in Edmonton. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Like these kids were, these kids were 13 years old. Donald, right? like, mm-hmm. it, was, it was incredible. And I, and I remember the phone call, you know, that you had with me um, in January, uh, a while back and you're just like, Hey, I've got this group, this and this and that. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a long, a long road, lots of ups, lots of downs, as you know, within the competitive, within competitive sports, but it's been a ride. It's been really fun. And, um, yeah, su- super special to have those, uh, you know, relationships with the girls that have stuck it out and you've worked with all these years. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Man. Yeah. It's been good. That's what it's it's been really good. Yeah. It's been really good. And, uh, and you know, it, everybody thinks it's about the soccer. Um, but really we're, we're setting up these kids to, uh, be, you know, life leaders and, and to, to go out and in, into the work world or into post-secondary and, and be ready. And, 
if we can use uh, football as a, as a platform uh, for them to be successful, that's what it's about. So this weekend is, is you know, great for, for being in, involved in a, in a provincial competition. But, mm-hmm. you know, like we mentioned last night, we just want to make sure that we stand tall. Uh, we stand together as a group and, and go out there and, and play and, and leave it all out there. Yeah. Can't ask for anything more than that, man, for sure. No, yeah. and, and speaking yeah. of uh, making sure the group stands tall, you have one of the group members with you. One of the team members, Emma, is uh, is with you at the moment, is she not? Yeah, Emma's here. Emma Medinsky. Emma, how Hi. are you? I'm good. How are you? Well, we're doing fine here in our crazy little uh, part of the Sherwood Park. Um, (laughs) Hoping that you are prepared. Now, do you think after the meeting and the chat and as Dee said, you know, it's been it's been a few years that you've all been together. Uh, Are you are are you prepped and ready for this uh, event this weekend? I think I hope that we are. Um, We had a couple camps many practices so i think we really came together these past few couple of weeks as a team we had um we lost and had many uh new team members that had come and um yeah i think we're on a high right now we're going up and i hope that we continue going progressing through this weekend i think we deserve to get a good result after all these years well, that's a positive way to, to definitely look at it. I mean, you always want yeah. to go out on a high note. And uh, it, it's one of those things where, you know, throughout the season, I'm sure you've had your ups and downs within the group. Oh, yeah, but, definitely. you know, as far as the the the, the game goes, you, you, you play at the top level you can play at and you, and you do the best you can. Right? Now, out, outside of the game, is there has there been other things that you've been focusing on or is it uh, – I was going to go into a bad place and start, you know, talking about your grade three boyfriend. But, you know, I, I won't. I won't do that because it's just all part of the banter that goes on with this show. Yeah. And, and now I'm just starting to talk uh, just randomly. But uh, go. Daniel's got a couple of questions here. Oh, look at that. Just shoves it over to me. Um, yeah. Just what's what's the scope of the group after this? Because, I mean, D kind of made made a comment or two that, you know, this has been um, a long time coming and a bit bittersweet that you guys, regardless of the result, will be your final really youth um, tournament. So what's your guys' plans um, after this, even for yourself and some of your teammates? Is it post-secondary? Is it taking a year off? What are your guys' plans after youth? Um, Well, I've known, like, I was here since the very beginning, and I've known these girls since I was 12 years old. I'm 17 now. And um, honestly, like, we're, I'm really close with most of the girls on the team. I'm kind of like the team mom. That's nice. my role. Yeah. Um, I Fantastic. Think lots, of, <laughs> lots of us want to do, I want to go into women's after awesome. to keep playing with each other, mm-hmm. making more memories. Um, I'm sure, I'm sure we have the talent on this team that someone's going to go play post-secondary. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure yet what I really want to do, but. As long as I, I hope I can keep playing soccer with my good friends. Yeah, no, I think it's important, right? I mean, to have that uh, common ground where that's how you create those bonds and those friendships. So if you yeah, guys can yeah. create soccer for life and, and be within our women's programs where we're progressing to have, you know, our Div 1 and Premier and hopefully even our Major League spot down the road, I think that's yeah. great. Um, like you said, girls are going to go off and do different things in regards to post-secondary, and D would be a very proud coach to... Um, to have that happen, that's always nice to see when girls are going on to succeed different things. But I think it's super um, important when you guys kind of get into adulthood and, and into 
whether it's university working the real world and having that common ground of playing with your friends and whatnot. So, um, yeah. I'm a little bit older than 17. <laughs> I'm 32, but I'm playing with friends that I went to high school. I'm playing with friends that I went to high school with right now. And I've kind of, I did the major league road. I did post-secondary and I kind of came, came full circle and, um, you know, I had a couple of friends from high school kept saying, come and play on our div one team. So, I mean, yeah. And, it, and it's enjoyable and it's, it's just the bonds that, Really the game brings together. So I think it's great yeah. that you want to stay with your friends. Um, and are you ready for tonight? How about that? I think I'm ready. Yeah, I was, while D was having his little team shot, I started yep. getting the shivers. I started getting like that kind of nervous feeling, but also like I'm excited to play and I'm excited to yeah. destroy the It's that fun, like anxious feeling, right? Where it's like borderline nerves and borderline just ready to get out and just put everything on the line. So Man, competition brings it out in everybody. I think that's great. We are definitely supporting you from here. Like DW said, he's hopeful to get down there. I'm going to be up here with the 06s, but you have our full support and we'll be cheering on the 04s as well. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. And and thanks for thanks for coming on and uh, and chatting with us. Uh, D, do you want to stick around yourself and uh, and finish out the show with us? We're going to talk a little EPL action if you're interested. Oh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, for sure. And and yeah, just talking, uh, just to add a little bit about uh, our, our match tonight, I think, you know, it's, uh, it's one of those things where we're playing uh, four, four games in four days and, mm-hmm. and we have, we have our match on, um, at 6.30 tonight. However, we were, we were, we traveled last, uh, yesterday and we were here yesterday and, and the team has been together last night and, and, and through the morning. So it's now going through that process and I, and, uh, I think we're ready. I really do. It's, it's been a good vibe over the course of the last, you know, a uh, couple of weeks of preparation and, and the girls have been in it. The girls have been in it and they've been working for it. So I'm, I'm excited just to be a part of it. Um, no, that's great, man. Right, yeah. Right now it's, 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 uh, it's up to us for sure. I'm going to say us because we all do it together and, and we all just want to make sure that we, we do um, the SPDSA proud. We, we, we put on that, that Phoenix Jersey and do everybody proud and, and um, hopefully, um, you know, do as well as we can. Yeah, for sure. Once you get on that field, it's anybody's game, right? And that's why the game's yeah. played. So yeah, yeah and we're excited it's, for you guys. It's the it's the beauty of uh, having competitions like this is to to get yourself to uh, to a place that you know you're you're happy with as far as the group goes, and 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 making sure that you're you know game by game you you improve and you uh, and you do the business each game every game. Well, Absolutely. And then, you know what, I've, I've got that, that lovely surprise of, you know, D-Dub going to be uh, showing up in Calgary. So, you know, I'm going to be picking your brain when, you, when you're back down here. Uh, you know what? And I will be there. I just, I, I honestly wish things had been a little different timing wise because I'd have been down there tonight, but uh, it, it'll have to be tomorrow and Saturday's matches for me. So uh, quite. That's, that's okay. We'll, we'll have to take care of this one uh, on our own then. Quite looking forward to it, and I think you guys are in uh, quite capable hands to to deal with that on your own. Hey, shifting gears, <laughs> shifting gears a little bit though. Um, EPL season got underway, and um, I didn't even realize that. <laughs> I guess, uh, uh, I just, did the EPL start? Yeah, 
to pass pass by, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So we just we'll just have a quick quick couple of comments from you guys in regards to uh, how things have started for each of your teams, and because uh, I know Tottenham's been in it, Liverpool's mm-hmm. definitely been in it, and mm-hmm. I've seen some of the Liverpool games. Caught the one Tottenham game that they drew with uh, Man City. Man City. That was uh, lopsided, but that's the why the game's played. But, but you know what? And that, <laughs> and from from week to week, it can change. So mm-hmm. are, are you happy with the direction things have gone with Liverpool so far? D. Um, you, you know what? I think that um, I'm I'm a little bit surprised, but not shocked uh, that we didn't make any major signings um, this year. And, and I think it just it falls right within uh, Pop's philosophy of just uh, you know what we got the players. The players did it. They won the you know, European Championship. Um, why do we need to, to change? You know, we, we, it was something that. Um, he had set out at the beginning when he got Oxley Chamberlain back from injury. Steve Akarigi comes in and, and has a has a breakout uh, second half of the season. Um, it was, I think, a statement to, to everybody in football and, and kind of like what Tottenham was like last year, not making any major signings at all, really, and, and kind of saying, this is our team, this is our guys, we have the we have the quality to do it. Uh, you know, we, we finished second place with... Uh, with the second highest or, you know, points in, in the EPL history. And, and then now we have another opportunity, uh, a year older, uh, a year more experience, a cup, a cup under, uh, under the, the belt. So it was, I think a big statement for, for him to come in and say, Hey, this is what, this is our team. This is where we're going to go with. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed. A um, little bit disappointed that um, we picked up our injury to our first team goalkeeper, but you know, it's crazy what to see that uh, a guy, comes in steps in between the you know the st- uh, in between the post after being unattached to a team and he's a he's a he's a super cup winner now as well too saving uh saving the penalty shots in, in penalty in penalties there so it, yeah i think good start however still um still worrisome we want to want um ali to be back in 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 goal for us but it was nice to it was nice to see city drop points early in the season um, but this weekend is going to be tough. You know, Arsenal is going to be Arsenal is going to be good this this weekend. So it's going to be a, it's going to be interesting to see how the the, the games go out this weekend. Yeah, it's like it it goes all the way to May, but I feel there's so much importance from what City well, did last year and the season you had. And my brother's a big Liverpool fan. He said, I don't know if we can repeat what we did last year. We lost. What did you lose? One game all season. 99 yeah. points or whatever it was 97 whatever you guys landed on yeah. and didn't win the yeah. league and it's like that that's absurd yeah. but i think every week that you know a big team and especially the cities especially city and then especially liverpool as well if they yeah. do drop points it just brings more people in it i mean arsenal do look like they've bounced back a little bit um they signed yeah. tyranny and, and louise and they've got some 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 good um yeah. some good strikers and um attacking players as well so i think i think this weekend's going to be a very tough game uh, for both of them, I yeah. think I think it's in Arsenal, is it not? It's yeah, no, it's at Anfield. So oh, is it okay? Uh, yeah, so I think it's that kind of thing a little bit. But man, Arsenal got that got a crafty uh, center mid that they played last uh, last game, Danny Sabeos or something like that. And man, he was he was just he was a playmaker. He was like the Fabregas of old. I know. Um, I just tried to get him on my fantasy team, but uh, that didn't work out. So <laughs> yeah, he yeah, looked very so, good. Yeah, he looked very good. So like it. You never know, right? I mean, before before Ali, we were you know um, suspect in goal, and it cost us you know a couple of few years ago. You know, Adrian is in there now, and mm-hmm. his, uh, you know, goalkeepers make a big difference because we like to play 
out of the back a little bit. We use the goalkeepers, and and he made a little bit of a blunder last week against Southampton. Yeah, it was so a bit, bit a, a bit of a blunder and a bit unfortunate too. I remember seeing yeah, that. Yeah. But so, it's, I mean, it's, it's sorry, D. It's funny you say that because that game was cruise control. I mean, totally. That's, that's yeah. the beauty. That totally cruise that's control. That's the beauty of the Premiership. You go to Southampton away, and it's not. Oh, I think we'll win. But it's a, it's an away game in the Premier League. Things happen, yeah. and then that yeah. goal goes in like the 80th or 81st. And you're like, well, good thing Liverpool had that second goal. And then Danny Ings almost gets that goal across the six, like four oh, or five minutes later, and then all of a sudden it's going to be two two. So that's yeah. how fast things can change, man. Yeah. yeah, it was unbelievable. But yeah, no, I'm. I mean, credit to like a little bit of luck, I guess. But yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Like the game can change so fast. Mm-hmm. But I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled watching Spurs too, uh, Dano. I mean, I, I think um, I think you've rubbed off your your Spurs a little bit on me. I, I'm becoming a, a big <laughs> love it. A bit of a, a Spurs follower, uh, just you know, yeah. being within the environment of work and stuff like that. And and I've always been a big Pochettino fan, even, you know, at the Southampton days. And, yeah. and, and I just think like, man, like they, they got a lot of things going for them. And, and if they can put on, uh, go on a run, it's going to be great at the top of the table. I really think so. Yeah. And I feel like even, I mean, it's early days. I know Arsenal have some tough fixtures, but why not anybody? And I think it was great to see that as good as city are, we know that, um, the game was lopsided, but that's why the game is played. We had two or three opportunities on goal. We took them. We prevented City. City missed some chances, but it was 2-2. At the end of the day, in a week or two or four weeks from now, we each got a point. So City's dropped two points. So it's great. It's great for the league. I just love to see a little bit more um, of a title challenge for whether it's just Liverpool City or if Spurs are in the mix or if anybody else. So I'm excited. Every, every weekend's a big game. So yeah, I'm excited. You're going to have to make yourself a new Lucas Mora t-shirt. It's going to have to say oh, like man. 16 seconds or something like that. Now, yeah. unbelievable when he came on the pitch. That guy's, uh, man, if, if my, I'll tell you one thing. If my nephew wasn't called Lucas, I'd think that would be my kid's name coming <laughs> up in a couple of weeks. So <laughs> That's right. We have to look forward to uh, Dano having uh, becoming a dad. It's, you know what, yeah. what? What if it's a daughter, though? You were saying you don't know what it's going to be. No, if it's we a daughter, don't. she's still going to be wearing the uh, the jersey? Well, I got I got the mini Spurs kit already. and <laughs> the, the I mean, family numbers always be number seven. So I got son seven on the back. So I thought, oh, if this is a boy, it's going to be hilarious. It's going to say son seven on the back, right? Right? So if it's a girl, she can wear it too. So yeah, Lindsay and I are very thrilled. So a uh, couple weeks now. So yeah, we'll be excited for yeah, that. We're excited for you, buddy. Like it's what a, what a, you know, uh, an amazing moment mm-hmm. you know, to be, to, to be, you know, having your first kid and, and we're, we're wishing nothing um, for the best for you, for you and Lindsay. Yeah, no, I appreciate it, buddy. Appreciate it for sure. So, I mean, we, we could, we can continue to talk about the, uh, the EPL, but um, I don't know. Maybe we should be talking about the SPL. Uh, you know, <laughs> all of a sudden, Charles gives me the look like, what? It's <laughs> funny. We, we, we probably, no disrespect to Charles, but we've wrapped up the show, really. He just walked in, and we can say Celtic got knocked out of the Champions League, and we can call it a day. Still in Europa. Hey, what's Still in Europa. <laughs> what's the SPL? Oh, <laughs> I think it's the Sherwood Park League. I'm not really sure what the SPL is. Sherwood Park League. No, I think hey, it's. I'm bringing, I'm bringing scissors Monday morning. Yeah. Scissors. Hey, VAR in the Premier League, right? VAR in the Premier League for the first year. Yeah. As well. That's. It's a game I mean, changer. It is a game changer. It's happened a couple of times already, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. It's, it's been used a lot to get the right calls. Um, even Sterling. Uh, against West Ham was offside by like yeah. millimeters. It's the right call. And 
I mean, the one against Spurs was a big of a talking point. Um, the, the, letter of the law, it's the right call. Well, but You know, it's the same thing with the handballs that have been going on. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. just there's just no way most officials will catch a lot of these handballs that are being called. And it's like, wow, they're calling that a handball? Letter of the law again. I think it's, the, it's one what it is. Th- the one thing, and I mean, people can say, man, Spurs got to love the air. And we we do. But I mean, That's what saved you. There, there could be a talking point in the Champions League final that maybe if VAR was yeah. in, it was maybe not a penalty shot. So people will say, oh, Spurs are going to get it. Well, we kind of maybe already have. But I yeah. think the one thing I don't like is, you know, you score a 92nd minute winner. The player runs oh. off. Everybody's going crazy. The manager's all happy. The <laughs> stadium's going wild. I've watched a YouTube video of a young boy in the Man City Stadium, and he saw the goal and his reaction and the fans' reaction, and it's literally yeah. 90 seconds, and he's like, no VAR this time, and he's rubbing it into the camera, and 10 seconds later, it's like, VAR, no goal. <laughs> and everybody's face just drops. I mean, yeah, then the yeah. Spurs fans cheer. It's just a different dimension to the game now. Well, every time there's a goal scored now, you don't know whether to cheer or not. you got to wait for the VAR <laughs> you now. It's like, yeah. Exactly. Oh, it's, it's like two minutes later, you yeah. find out whether it's a goal or not. Yeah, you can't fully celebrate it. It's maybe 70% at best. Yeah. So, like Donald, to be very honest with you, that was me, uh, Super Cup final. And when Al, uh, when Adrian, sorry, made the save, and I was looking at the replay to see if he came off his line. And he came off his line. I'm like, this is going to be AR. And then they're all celebrating. Everybody's on the pitch. Everybody's going. And I'm like, I feel like this is going to be AR. And I think I mentioned that to you. And you're like, no way. But. Yeah. I've seen screenshots that his foot was off the line, but then I've heard something that either the Super Cup or in penalty shootouts, they're not going to use VAR for the line or something like that. Yeah, see, I didn't know. Yeah, but like that, that was my reaction. Like, we just won the Super Cup. We just made a save in the penalty. And, and you're like, sitting there straight face waiting, waiting, yeah. waiting. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's, so. a, it's a bit hectic. I've been on the other side because when Sterling scored in the Champions League final to literally knock us out of the Champions League in the 90th minute. Yeah, the yeah. Jesus goal this weekend sucked, but it was a league game. This was the Champions League to go to the semifinal. Yeah. I was yeah. I was devastated, and then I walked back in, and it's wait, wait, what do you mean it doesn't count? Like that was just that VAR goal was just yeah. crazy. But hey, right call, he was offside, so that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, we can we'll, we'll be t- we'll be talking EPL quite a bit throughout the season as it continues on. We got to wrap the show up here. D, I want to thank you for yeah. joining us on this segment on this phone call. Thank Emma as well uh, for, for being part of it. Best of luck tonight in your match. And yeah, we'll uh, we'll keep s- us updated. Yeah, keep it. Well, I'll, I'll I'll be down there. I'll see you down there tomorrow, and uh, and we'll definitely have to keep everyone here updated for sure. All right. Yeah. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Thanks so much for the the well wishes, and uh, yeah, we hope to to do well. So thanks so much. Sounds all right. Good. We'll talk to you again soon, buddy. All right. Take it easy. Thanks. All right. See ya. So here we go. I, you know, I, I just cut him off halfway through saying goodbye, but you know, that's just the life in the fast lane here. Um, so Dano, thanks for coming. Thanks buddy. Charles, thanks for coming. In and out. It's been a slice in and out. Yeah. I don't want to go there. Skin in the game. Uh, skin in the game. We've, we've all had some skin in this game. Okay. From all of us here, it's the soccer talk of the park. Sherwood Parks District Soccer. No, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. You guys laugh away. We're going to wrap things up here. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Soccer Talk in the Park, the official podcast of the Sherwood Park District Soccer Association.